This is Texas Veterans Mean Business, a production of the Entrepreneur Program of Texas Veterans Commission. Welcome to Texas Veterans Mean Business. I'm Christina Mortel, business consultant with the Texas Veterans Commission Veteran Entrepreneur Program. My guest today is Christine Walker, owner and editor of Devil Doc Publishing. Christine is a Desert Storm veteran and served as a hospital corpsman at Camp Lejeune. She has over 20 years of experience in design, writing, and publishing, and is the co-founder of Mac Publishing and Media Group, LLC. Many of us take for granted all the behind the scenes work that goes into publishing an article, a magazine, or a book. Today, Christine will talk about her company and its latest project, a veteran-centric publication at Ease Magazine. Welcome, Christine. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Well, we appreciate your taking time out today to be with us. And Christine, you know, everyone loves a startup story, but we love to learn about our veterans and where they've come from. So we would love to learn a little bit more about your military service. Originally, I'm from Colorado. I was born and raised there. And my stepfather was Navy, my brother, Marine Corps, my father, Air Force. I mean, I come from a military family, 14 of us, I think, from great grandfathers down to myself. I mean, it was just natural for me to join the Navy. And I wasn't the first woman in my family to join the military. My great aunt served during World War II and Korea as a flight nurse in the Air Force. I joined the Navy in 1990. I was a hospital corpsman. I was stationed at Camp Lejeune Marine Corps Base at the Naval Hospital there. And I served during Desert Storm. And it was an experience I would never trade for the world. It was hard, but I loved it. It really just solidified that I was there in service to my country. And that was a big deal, you know, because it was just a natural thing for us in our family. It's like, oh, serve your country. Okay. I love the legacy, the family legacy of the military. I think that that's a wonderful story. I agree with you that it just seemed like it was a natural fit for you. It was amazing and it was hard. In fact, Desert Storm started on January 17th, the day before my 19th birthday. So is that how you got the name Devil Doc, or how did that come about? Well, okay, so a Devil Doc is traditionally FMF 8404, and I was not, as a wink and a nod to my fellow corpsmen who did go 8404, I named my company Devil Doc Publishing. Very cool. I love that. Chrissy, tell us, have you always been interested in writing or in the media industry, or how did this come about? It was actually in college that I had to take an English class. And I'm like, ah, English, I struggled so much in high school. What it did is it sparked. It sparked something in me that, you know, this was about 1998. And my um, instructor, my professor, he basically said, your grammar sucks, but you're a phenomenal writer. And I'm like, a phenomenal writer? It sparked something in me. So I started journaling and I started writing. Over time... I just continued to write and start putting stuff out there, and here I am today. So how was it then that you decided to start the Veteran Focus magazine at ease? I decided to start my own web design company and graphic design company, and then I moved to a small town just outside of Denton, and when I moved here, I got a job at the local small newspaper, just as a front desk assistant person, but I did some ad design, but the owner, even though he was a little bit of a Scrooge and, and a very hard taskmaster, he taught me a lot about the publishing and I listened. 
carefully. He had over 40, you know, almost 50 years experience. And I listened and I paid attention and I really soaked in everything he had to say and how he did things. Shortly thereafter, a friend of mine decided, let's start a publishing company. She had a degree in journalism and marketing, and I was pretty good at graphic design things so and writing. So we uh, started our little publishing company for a small town magazine type thing. Um, it went really well. Unfortunately, there wasn't the income generation that was going to take us to the next level. And I really was thinking, I'm like, what is it that I love to do? Well, I love to write. I love to design. And I love veterans. And I'm like, okay, well, let's start our own publishing company and let's do a veteran focused magazine. So now I'm doing everything I love in one little nice, neat little box with a ribbon on top. So I do want to talk about the magazine. I know the first issue just came out. Tell us what kind of content you have. Are you talking to a certain demographic within the veteran community or to all veterans? So I'd like to learn a little bit more about the feature content and who the magazine is really geared for? Well, the magazine is geared for all veterans. And I wanted to make sure that generations, old and young alike of veterans, were included in our demographic. Because our World War II veterans, you know, there's very, very, very few of those left. We're just losing them. And our Vietnam veterans are starting to get older. That generation are now in their 70s and even 80s. So it was important to me to not only reach them as readers, but also important to me to share their stories. Because if we don't tell the stories, nobody will know. Military stories are important. It's important to vets and and it's, you know, it's our legacy. Our story of our service is our legacy. You know, we were forged in the fire, so to speak, and it's made us who we are. And so it's important to get that out. And, And there's a unique thing happening with the veteran community right now where smaller businesses, startups, organizations, we're really kind of coming together to meet the needs of all that. And it's like the Gen Xers are kind of like leading the way on this, which is really cool. And I want to reach them as well. But some of the content is our stories, veteran stories, especially for our combat vets. We had um, one guy who had never told a story. And so our writer contacted him and met with him and they went through it and he went through a story for the first time and he's been out of the military for like 10 years. So it was really important for him. After the interview, he's like, wow, that really was like cathartic. Yes. Like it helped him deal with some issues he'd never dealt with. There's that. Also salute to satire. As vets, we have a kind of a dark sense of humor. (laughs) It's just who we are. And so I want stories. I want short, little, funny stories. And one of our staff writers, he's a retired Marine Corps captain, talked about a time when he was in Taiwan and sat on these snakes, like these seriously deadly snakes, and he didn't know it. And when he slowly got up, he realized it. And so his story is in our first issue, and it's really funny, terrifying, but funny. So it's like salute to satire, things like that. Our DD-214 and beyond, that's a really important one for me because when I got out of the military, like I said, I was a little aimless. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really didn't know what to do, where to go. They didn't have the services like they do today. 
for vets. When you got out of the military, it was like, here's your DD-214, here's your last paycheck, here's your per diem for your move, see ya, bye. And that was it. There was no veteran services. There was no, I mean, there may have been, but I didn't know about them. It was a very difficult transition, if you will, finding myself. So that's an important one to help people transition and give them the resources of where can they go? Because now with the internet and you know, social media and websites and all that thing. It's so much that sometimes it's like you go into this really dark, dark black hole and you're like, you come out of it and you're like, I don't even know. I, it's just so much I can't. And so it just kind of helps guide people of like, you know, what can you do? What about education? What about entrepreneurship? What about finding services for housing and those kind of things. So those are the things we want to provide to our vets as well. And then Girls and Grit, you and I know, we're, you know, female vets, we're a unique brand. That's awesome. <laughs> so we've got Girls and Grit. Military history, huge. We've got to remember the stories and the battles and, and things that have happened, and you know, how we persevered. And, and then just amazing articles written by veterans to veterans. And I've had so much interest in that aspect of it because vets really want to reach out to other vets and share, you know, their experience and share, you know, how they did something or those are kind of the things. And, and maybe in the future, we can add things like health. And I know the next issue will have a chaplain's corner written by clergy in the military. And just little things to help people keep their heads above water. I love the fact that the magazine is really relevant on the veteran continuum. I mean, from vets of all eras and all services. Yes. And I think that that's really important. And also, I can totally identify with the other veteran that you had mentioned about the cathartic experience he had. Because I just remember my father, who was a World War II veteran, never once talking about the war when we were growing up. It was not until he had a 50th reunion of his military unit that right. he actually talked about the war. I mean, he just never did that. That's the other reason why I love the idea of the stories, because so much will be lost either because it was never told for whatever reason. And now that it can be documented, I think is tremendous. Yeah. And it's just important. I mean, some people don't want to tell their stories and that's okay. Obviously we're not going to force anybody, but those who do, we do it two ways. One, we have veterans who right and so they send us their stories and we edit it make sure it's all you know all the t's are crossed and the i's are dotted and make sure grammatically it's okay we are careful when they're telling their stories to make sure that areas that they talk about are generalized and not specific uh -huh. especially if there's still active bases like in afghanistan or iraq we want to make sure to protect the vets, but we also want to make sure to protect any kind of DOD stuff still going on. There's that. And we also just want to make sure that the stories are told for every generation. Absolutely. I'm really excited about the magazine and that it's going to be out right now. I just want to confirm that it's coming out quarterly so far. Yes, it is quarterly for now. Okay. As we grow, we'll actually increase the pages of the magazine. And then once we hit that cap, because you can only have a magazine that's so big before it gets a little bit too much. And then once we do that, we may consider going bi-monthly 
every two months. So you'll get, instead of four, you'll get six issues a year. But when we get to the point where we're going monthly, yeah, that's when we're going to have a big staff. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Christine Walker of Devil Doc Publishing. I was a bomb loader in the Air Force. I was a journalist for eight years in the United States Navy before I was honorably discharged. I joined the Army right out of high school and served 23 years before retiring. And that means you are all veterans and you earn benefits. Texas Veterans Commission can help you get them. You could be going to school on the GI Bill, learning to start your own business, or getting some help with that disability claim. tvc.texas.gov. Texas Veterans Commission, helping veterans starts here. Hey, I have an idea. Make your claims appointment online. tvc.texas.gov. Tell them one more time. tvc.texas.gov. Do it now. Did you know you can help Texas veterans and their families through the Fund for Veterans Assistance? The fund supports veteran-serving organizations throughout the state, thanks to generous donors like you. Funds go to agencies that help in different ways, including financial assistance, transportation, mental health services, and family and child services. Organizations that help veterans can apply for grants, which are awarded every year. To find out how to apply, go to tvc.texas.gov. Texas Veterans Commission. Helping veterans starts here. Let's spend some time now and talk about the business of the magazine and the magazine business, I guess I should say. Yeah, obviously there's this huge move towards digital. I would really love to learn what your day-to-day experience has been and some of the hurdles that you have gone through to really start a magazine from scratch. I mean, I don't think people have an appreciation for what's required. So I'm hoping that you can tell us about that. What were some of the hurdles? And then we can talk a little bit more about what's going on in the publishing industry. The first hurdle was, do we just do digital or do we do print? Mm -hmm. The problem I ran into in reality is this is a business. I'm in this business to make a living. And with a digital magazine, you're not going to make a big living because to be honest with you, and you're definitely not going to reach the, all the demographics you want to reach with a digital magazine. Vietnam veterans, not all, but There are quite a few, at least in my circle, that some don't even have email. Mm -hmm. They don't text. They don't want to be on the computer. They definitely don't want to read news on a computer or a magazine. They're old school. And I'm honestly no different. I work on the computer all day long. The last thing I want to do when I'm reading a magazine that's of interest to me is to read it online. I want to flip through. I want to smell the ink on the pages. It's an experience. And then also just financially, the amount of people you would have to reach in this digital age and the competition that's out there is unbelievable. To be honest, it was a little bit overwhelming. So I decided to go with a print magazine. And at first I wasn't going to do a digital version because I'm like, that's a lot of work to do both. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I decided to do both but the print is the primary. It's something that will be mailed directly to your mailbox. You can open it up, you can read the stories, you can put the magazine down, you can pick it back up and take it on your porch with you with your coffee and have some downtime, very content heavy. So there's plenty of stories to read through to last you a quarter. So (laughs) ultimately it came down, unfortunately, to a financial decision. It's more expensive, 
to do a print magazine, but it's also more lucrative as a business, but we're doing both. Let's talk about that a little bit more. So what are your goals now for the magazine this year? So my goals really are, it's all about getting it out there, letting people know it exists, letting people know, see it, letting people pick it up and touch it. My goal really, ultimately, I'd love to have at least 1% of the veteran population in the United States be a subscriber, but obviously we want to build. And so it's just getting the word out and hopefully people will come on board. And I purposely made our subscriptions very affordable because while this is a business and I am in it to make money and make a living, that is not my sole purpose. And I want to make sure that our veterans who are on disability or our veterans can afford it. So it's $25 a year and that's it for four quarterly magazines, you know, and hopefully it'll, it'll touch some lives and touch some hearts and, and give people information and make them laugh and make them cry. And so that's our goal. It's really about just getting the word out. Well, I was just thinking about, that'd be great to have a gift subscription. That would be a wonderful gift to give yeah, someone too. Absolutely. Christine, is this just a Texas-based magazine? Uh, no, this is actually national, and it's kind of an interesting story how it became national. Um, originally, I just slated it. In fact, when I first contacted um, Texas Veteran Commission, it was really about, you know, hey, I'm going to start this county magazine. It was just going to originally be Denton County, and it was just going to be kind of like, Let's get mom and pops to advertise and we'll give the magazine away for free. The problem was, is like people were very supportive with their mouth, but nobody wanted to take a chance on an unknown publisher with an unknown magazine and advertise. Well, without advertising dollars, we can't print and we can't produce. So then I thought, okay, well, we'll just expand our tent a little bit. And we'll go into a regional magazine. So I thought, well, North Texas. But I had the same thing happen. We just were not going to reach enough people. Or I had to adjust my advertising rates. And I just got to a point where I'm like, okay, this is an uphill battle. How am I going to make this work? Then all of a sudden, on our social media, I started getting direct messages from vets all over the country. And they're like, man, I wish this was going to be national because I would subscribe. Not just one or two, but dozens were contacting me saying, oh, man, I'd love to help write for something like this. I'd love to help do this. I'd love to help, you know, get you going, you know, but we're in New Hampshire or we're in Minnesota. So I really took December. <laughs> I did this ever. I'm like, is this going to go? Is this going to even happen? Because I've been putting everything in place. And finally, I talked with my family and I said, okay, we have a choice. <laughs> I can stop this right now or we can go national, which means another six to eight months of building. So it means the wallet's going to be tight. It means that we're really going to have to dig in and dig deep and, and get this going. And my family's response was, don't you dare quit. This is too important. With their full support, I decided to go national. I decided, okay, we're going to go print and digital. We're going to go national. 
here's what we're gonna do. I laid out a plan to move the business forward and that's exactly what I did. And we started gaining traction. But the second we went national, and it was funny because I had an advertiser call me and she's like, oh, I really want to advertise in your magazine. I met her at a Veterans Chamber of Commerce event early in December. I'm like, okay, I really want your ad dollars, but I have to be honest with you. I said, we're not going to be regional. I'm like, this magazine is going national. So I understand if you don't want to put your sponsor us or put your ad in. She goes, oh my gosh, that's even better. And I'm like, okay, this is good news because she is also licensed in 10 other states. So it's just even more fuel for her fire too. And I'm like, yes, slowly but surely. And then we decided to put the magazine together and we had some starts and stops, but ultimately, and then of course our, our Snowbit 21 happens. <laughs> so that in the latest three weeks, it's out. We should be getting our print magazines any day now. Then they can go out to our initial subscribers. I love that idea that you were willing to take a risk, that you had your family support you and back you on this effort and that everything seemed to fall in place. I mean, you got those connections and people reached out to you and look, it's really growing. It's awesome. So you did mention the big role that advertisers play, obviously yes. in the revenue of a magazine. Yes. So are you targeting uh, any specific advertisers or sponsors or can a, can a company quote unquote sponsor the issue? I mean, are there opportunities like that? Absolutely. We have several opportunities. Obviously, if you're a local business, one of the things with Devil Duck Publishing is integrity is everything. So I'm not going to lie to you and say, well, you can advertise with us if you're a local company, but it's not, you're kind of going to be wasting your ad dollars because this is a national magazine. So unless you have an online service business or an online retail business, it's not really going to do them any good as far as that. I mean, if all they have is a brick and mortar, I'm really looking at national companies, obviously that have budgets. I'm also looking at veteran owned businesses, especially. And with veteran owned businesses, we have several ways to advertise. You can do one-offs, which are basically, I just have an event coming up. Our organization wants to advertise with you and it's just going to be this one time. Great. Or it's, I really want to do this, but I don't want to sponsor. I don't want any extras. I just want to send you my quarter page ad and I'm willing to sign a contract for a year. So we have annual contracts that we do sign, but you don't have to be in a contract. That's the important thing. We don't make anybody be in a contract. If they just want to advertise you know, one, two, three times, that's perfectly fine with us. The other thing we do is we have corporate sponsorships. Now you're getting some bells and whistles. Now you're getting some traction on our website. Now you're getting some cross posting on social media. Now you're getting a custom QR code that we create for you, which by the way, I'll go into that in a minute, plus your ad. And now you're sponsoring certain content and a corporate sponsorship. And those obviously vary in price just because of in a magazine, there's premium real estate, your inside front cover, your inside back cover, your back cover, and your two page center spread. Those are like the high dollar ones, but people can still get a full page ad, a quarter page, a third, a half, whatever their needs are. 
And um, if they're a veteran-owned business or a veteran-owned organization, they will automatically get 10% off. Rates right now are extremely low for advertising rates because we want to make sure that these small entrepreneur veterans can afford it. And Christine, to that point, can you help the small business design the ad? Absolutely. We will design it. Um, it's a $50 charge only because we have time. But short of that, it's a small fee. But yes, we will design your ad for you. We'll design it directly in the magazine when we're laying out the magazine. So we can do that for you. Or if you have a designer, you have, you know, basically stock ads that you use on a regular basis for print media, uh, we can use those as well. This is also a full color, unless it's specifically the theme of the layout is black and white. Everything is full color. Well, very nice. And you don't pay an extra for that. That's just the magazine. And Christine, if people, if subscribers want to learn more, I mean, how can they get in touch with you? Can you give us your website? Yeah, our website is theateasemagazine.com. We're also on Facebook, Clout Hub, MeWe, Gab. I mean, we're all over the place. We are on Instagram. I don't post on those as much. But if you really want to want to find us, our Facebook page or our website is the place to go. The other thing we're doing to help reach our younger generations, our millennials and our Gen Z vets, is we're actually doing custom QR codes. You just open your camera, scan it, and it'll take you to extra content, to websites, to PDFs, to videos, whatever it is that it's tied to. It creates more of an interactive type magazine, even with the print. Well, wow, that's exciting. I've seen the QR codes. I think that's great. I've been using them too for other things. So yeah, it's been quite a journey. We started Double Duck Publishing in July of 2020. The publishing world is an amazing and scary and frustrating and wonderful place. So we just moved forward and we kept moving forward. Is there anything else, Chrissy, that you want to add or to let us know about? Check us out, theateasemagazine.com. Oh, the other thing we include, just real quick, my family has been a huge support for me. And one of the things we included at the last minute in our magazine was a feature called Back on the Home Prep. It's for people, families, wives, mothers, daughters, brothers, sisters, who served while their family member was serving. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to see the first issue and I'm going to check it out too online, the digital one. You can email me at Christine at DevilDocPublishing.com. Make sure it's doc and not dog. Thank you again, Christine, for joining us today. If you're interested in learning more about At Ease Magazine, check out DevilDocPublishing.com. You can subscribe and also obtain a media kit as well if you're interested in advertising your small business. Thanks again for listening. I'm Christina Mortel, business consultant with the Veteran Entrepreneur Program of the Texas Veterans Commission.